Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Oderico, and joining me is LPJ professional Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts. We're broadcasting live every Tuesday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Eastern here on the blogtalkradio.com network, bringing you some of the best golfers, teacher professionals, and entrepreneurs helping to elevate women's golf. We're so glad you decided to join us this morning, so grab your coffee and let's get started. All right, good morning once again, everybody, and thank you for joining us this morning here on the Women of Golf Show. I'm Ted Odorico, and right alongside is LPGA professional and Legends Tour player Cindy Miller, and we are your hosts here on the Women of Golf. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning, Ted. What's happening? You know what? The sun has, I got to tell you, the sun has been shining in just a beautiful, beautiful last few days, and I've been enjoying the view from my window. (laughs) So I'm looking forward to get out and enjoying more of it. I'm only kidding. I've been outside a little bit, but um, I will be <laughs> glad when we are, and as I'm sure everybody is uh, within earshot of the show, uh, we'll be glad to kind of get back to some sense of normalcy. You know, when we talk, um, and then we'll get into, I'll tell you everybody a little bit about what's going to be on the show this morning. But, um, you know, we talked several weeks ago when this, this pandemic first sort of came through, you know, we, we kind of, talked a little bit about how we were able to get some things done that maybe we hadn't been able to for a little while. So were there some things, Cindy, that you've been able to, to, you know, sort of get um, a grip on, if you will, um, that maybe had been put off for a while as a result? So give us an example of some things. Well, I think I've, well, I know this for a fact. I've been speeding for 40 years. And, and it's so funny because uh, it was like, stop. And so yeah. that being said, it, I had to look around and say, it's time to clean. So mm. I cleaned and weeded out the back room, and I found some things that I didn't know I had, and I'm grateful for that. And I've been trying to do an online course forever, so Alan and I are creating an online community, which should be up and running by Sunday night, which I'm very excited about. And you can find out information about it. I'm not even going to give you the link. I'll wait till next Monday to tell you. Okay. Um, because I'm doing the behind the scenes stuff. I've written some articles for Golf Tips Magazine. I've mm-hmm. written an article for Buffalo News. I've just stopped and reflected and I'm it's like you've been running for so long and you're like wow I've really I'm tired so I think I'm going to make some changes and revise my schedule you know to prioritize your priorities if you will so um, I'm not going to work as hard again I, I give 10 to 20 lessons a day every half hour. I'm right. like, I'm a crazed lunatic. This is nuts. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm grateful. How about you? What are you doing? Yeah. You cleaning things? Well, uh, yeah, yes and no. Um, 
I have I have certainly done some, um, but as you actually just alluded to a few moments ago, you know you've been writing some some uh, great articles and, and tips for for Golf Tips magazine. And for those that are tuning into the show that may not aware uh, or may not be aware, excuse me, um, a little over a month ago now, I actually acquired Golf Tips magazine. So I'm now the uh, the new publisher and owner of the magazine, and and Cindy, of course, is. Um, is uh, one of the top 25 instructors, but she's also going to be a senior editor and also on the uh, advisory staff as well for the magazine. So I'm very, very excited, along with her husband, Alan. Um, so we're very, very excited about that. So I've been, um, you know, obviously with this pandemic, everybody's kind of slowed down and had to, you know, revamp everything and obviously kind of getting my feet wet, if you will, and, and getting preparation. So we're going to be coming out here. In fact, we're just putting everything together right now um, for the first issue that I will be um, putting out, and that's going to be the July-August issue because they, they obviously have to start well in advance to get everything ready. And, of course, it's going to be available not only in print but also digital version. And uh, so I'm very, very excited about that. So this is going to be my first official issue with Golf Tips Magazine as its new uh, owner and publisher. So I'm very, very excited, and I'm very happy to have um, some great folks like you and Alan and many of the other professionals uh, as part of the team, and I'm really, really excited. And there's some new people, and I'm not going to get into it now, but uh, new people that I'm really, really excited are going to be coming in and, and adding their expertise as well. So um, that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been the same as you. I'm trying to, you know, a arrange things in such a way, and and you know, try to scale back. And but then I bought a magazine, so I don't know how the heck I'm going to be able to scale back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, you are nuts. Uh, no, that's, that's what I was thinking to myself afterwards. But you know what? Uh, there's going to be so many great things, and I'm really, really excited um, because this show that you and I have done now in our seventh season has really been an inspiration for this because one of the problems, and then I, I promise we're going to get, get on to the show here, one of the problems that I've really noticed, and this was one of the reasons, Cindy, why I, I was very passionate about doing this show. I mean, obviously, everybody that tunes in knows that I have another show as well. Um, but this one particular meant a lot to me because I, I think that there are so many great women professionals and women who have gravitated the game. We know from statistically that, you know, anywhere from 30 to 35% of all new golfers for the last several years coming into the game are, are women. And I just feel that we really have to focus on that market. Uh, in a better way. So that's one of the things that I'm going to be bringing um, over the next little while to Golf Tips Magazine is uh, more content uh, content from uh, the many current women professionals, but others as well. So um, th that's something that I want to do because that's something that, in my opinion, is really missing in a lot of particularly print media. Um, certainly there are you know women contributing in that, but I think there needs to be a, a much more balanced uh, effort. So I'm, that's one of the, the projects, if you will, that I'm going to do with the magazine. So enough said, enough talking about me. So yeah, I agree. We've got to kind of scale back uh, in other ways and, and reevaluate our lives uh, as we, we continue on. And hopefully the veil will be lifted here before too long and we'll be able to get back to some sort of a, a sense of normalcy. But anyways, enough of that. Um, thank you again, everybody, for joining us this morning on the Women of Golf. We're, we're really excited to have you again this week. And uh, we've got a great guest coming up here in the second half, uh, Dr. Liz Wells. She is the founder and CEO of Posture Fit uh, LLC, and she's also a chiropractor uh, at a family uh, chiropractic and posture center in uh, Illinois. So she's going to be joining us. But um, 
Last week, we didn't have it because we had uh, some special guests on. We had uh, the legendary Gary Player uh, along with uh, Steve Colton from uh, Encore Golf. So we, we forgo or forgone or forwent or whatever you want to call it, the, the no BS zone, but it's back again this week. So we're going to start off with that, and then we'll bring uh, Liz out a little bit later on. Um, I want to remind everybody very quickly, though, that Women of Golf is brought to you by the iGolf Sports Network and Golf Tips Magazine. Uh, iGolf Sports Network is a live stream broadcast and media production company providing top quality uh, programming design to attract the golfing enthusiast. Uh, golf Tips, uh, the game's most in-depth instruction magazine, uh, offering insight, uh, insightful reviews on the latest equipment, tips from uh, top PGA and LPGA teacher professionals, all designed to help improve your game from tee to green. So subscribe today at Golf Tips Magazine. Um, all right, so the topic, I uh, actually, Cindy, was kind of interesting. It's, uh, the topic here on, this morning on the No BS Zone is four forgotten benefits of golf fitness training. And I think this will really fit in well, particularly uh, given our, our guest this morning. And uh, I got to give credit where credit is due. I didn't come up with this myself. This was actually uh, a blog that I'd come across, uh, and it's called the uh, Fit for Golf dot blog and uh, the people that are uh, running that blog put this together and uh, they're obviously in the, in the training side of and the fitness side of things so I want to give them credit um, you go to fit for blog dot uh, sorry fit for golf dot blog is how you can find their site and you can read a little bit more about uh, what we're going to talk about today but also um, when you uh, want to get more information on the on the story that we're going to talk about this morning uh, you can go there as well so Physical training, Cindy, uh, for golf is, has been a hot topic for, for many, many years. A lot of top players are doing it and highlighting its importance. Um, but there are some people out there that think, well, it's ruining their careers. Uh, a lot of criticism around physical training um, for, you know, golf tends to either warn about the dangers of becoming too bulky and that the players will injure themselves lifting heavy weights and so on and so forth. And it really is just not the case. Um, you know, I think most of the, the – uh, top professionals have access, Cindy, as you know, to some very, very high-tech uh, equipment and also uh, high-tech teaching um, individuals so and professionals, so they're able to, to get some of the latest trends and so forth. So this particular group that, that I came across their blog, um, they had these four uh, points, if you will, that, that you should know about. And one is, the first one is to uh, increase the ability to tolerate large volumes of practice, play, and daily commitments. And what they're really getting at here, Cindy, is that if you want to be a serious player, if you want to be a better player, um, one of the things that you have to be able to do is to, is to sort of in, uh, increase your tolerance um, to be able to get out and practice so that you're not out of wind after, you know, 20 minutes of play or, um, you know, if you're doing a practice session that you're able to do with lots of energy and, and so forth and that. So I'd like to get your thoughts from a tour player's perspective, because you, you've seen a lot of it, especially in today's um, uh, you know, players coming out there, and they're very, very physically fit driven. What are your thoughts about that and, and how important it is to really be able to have energy um, when you're out on the golf course? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you gotta be able to walk. <laughs> um, <laughs> So again, it it all comes down to what do you want, and and needless to say, and and if you compare yourself, which again 
this time of lockdown, you, if you have the courage, yeah. you should take a peek in the mirror. And so yesterday <laughs> I walked a little over two two miles. I'm like, get your butt up. Um, so it, it all depends on where you want to go and what you want to do. Uh, do you want to get better? Do you want to be able to walk and not be out of breath? Do you want to be able to swing the club? Do you want to be able to hit it further? Do you want to be able to maintain what you have? So maybe it's, you know, I want to start fresh and get, get better. I want to maintain what I have, or I really want to up my game and totally reinvent myself. So that's, you got three choices. I guess you got four. You could do nothing. So, well, um, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. All I was just going to add is, you know, you don't have to get into, and and we're not trying to suggest here that you have to get into some heavy fitness routine, but I think what, what people have to understand, uh, especially for, for those that maybe are in an area like up in the Northeast that, that have many months where they can't get out, let's forget the pandemic for, for the current thing. But, but, you know, if you go back over the last, you know, millennial, um, you know, golfers, unless they have the benefit of coming down to somewhere like where I am in Florida or, or out in Arizona or California, um, you know, a lot of the Northeast, they kind of hunker down for the winter months and many people don't do anything. And then all of a sudden they get out when, you know, the first sparrow chirps and thinks, okay, I'm going to get out on the golf course and play some golf. And they're lucky if they can make it around the tourn. Um, they're, they're you know, out of wind and they're just not, uh, you know, they're just, they don't have the stamina. So I think if you want to play, you have to factor. First off, you have to practice, as we've talked about many, many times on the show, Cindy. You've got to get out there and practice. Um, and obviously you have to get out there and play. But you have to make sure that you have sufficient energy. And the only way you're going to do that is to exercise, to get into some sort of exercise routine, and also nutritionally to make sure that you're eating better. Um, because what you feel your body – one of the worst things I used to see, and, and I understand people want to have fun, they're going out there, but – you know, you'd see these guys out there and, you know, they'd, they'd hit, you know, uh, about the halfway point and the cart girl or the, the you know, the, uh, you know, they're near the pro shop or whatnot and they'd run in and they'd grab themselves, you know, a couple of big old chili dogs or what have you and maybe a couple of more beers and then they wonder why they're running out of steam, you know, two or three holes later because they're not fueling their body very well. And, and that's a big problem as well. I mean, obviously, that's not an issue out on tour, but it is for our recreational golfers. And I think you have to be willing to make some changes uh, if you want to improve uh, what you're doing, correct? Yes. And again, it all comes back to why are you here and what do you want? So um, I've been watching Christina Kim on Instagram, and she is reinventing herself. And, and again, she was really good, then she got in a slump, and then she was good, and then she got in a slump. I mean, that's the way golf rolls, if you will. And right. I right. can tell you, um, she is, you better look out. So what you want to do is you want to look to see who's working on their games behind the scenes, because when somebody shows up and plays well, like Brooks Kepka. You're like, oh, where right. did that happen? He, he came out of nowhere. No, he hasn't. He's been working on this for a year, right? So, right. so that's kind of the point. And now you have this time to invest in yourself. And up here, the, the courses are opening. 
You have to stay, mm-hmm. you know, six feet away from people and stuff. But you've got the time to work on your game. Uh, we teach a lot of junior golfers, and most of their tournaments have been canceled. And I said, okay, yeah. we just, you just got two months of working on this. So mm-hmm. don't worry about what you can't do. One of the girls we teach is, plays for a D1 school. She's going to get a whole new year of eligibility, right? And right. they may not go back in the fall. And I said, okay, now's the time to fix this backswing. Let's go. And you don't have yep. any, you know, thing to worry about. It, you're not going to be held accountable. So it's an opportunity if you look at it, you know, that way. Excuse me. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's really to my point is, you know, uh, obviously there's some folks out there that just play, you know, maybe once a week or not even maybe once a month. And that may not be a big issue. But part of the reason that people don't play as much is because they, they're either not happy with their game. Because I guarantee if you're, if you're playing golf well, uh, and I don't mean, you know, you're, you're breaking par and that all the time, but I'm just saying if you're, you know, if you're um, even a, a low double-digit handicap or even a, into a single-digit handicap, you're out playing golf pretty regularly. It's the people that are 25-plus that are not out there playing because they're not happy with their games. But they think that, well, you know, some magic formula or swing fix is going to uh, come into play. And in some cases, there might be some minor tweaking that can help that. But the truth of the matter is, because they don't put the time and effort in to improve their game in all areas, not just the swing mechanics and, and uh, the fundamentals, but actually in, in fitness. And another thing, that just the second point here, and I, w- I want to get us moving on so we don't get behind, but um, is the ability to reduce the chance of injury. This is an area that, uh, you know, especially as we get older than that, you're more susceptible to injury. And if you're not taking care of yourself, um, Cindy, we've seen this how many times on tour where, uh, and, and these guys are, and gals are in shape, um, where they get an injury. How many players uh, off the Symmetra Tour we've had over the years that came on and talked about how they were recovering from a wrist injury or, or you know, an ACL or something along that line. Um, but, you know, that's a, another reason to get out there and get yourself in, in good shape. And now's the time, again, because we are in this quarantine situation, you can do a lot of things at home. Um, injuries, uh, and I'm sure you see it with some of your junior players even, where they get out there and they, they're doing something or they're just not doing something right and you know, suddenly they, they've got a little wrist bandage or something going on here. What are your thoughts here? Well, that happened this week. Um, so we're back to teaching a little bit whenever mm-hmm. the weather is okay and we're, you know, social distancing and stuff. And um, one of the juniors sprained his wrist. I said, how did you do that? He said, I have no idea. I said, well, you must have dug to China or done something. You know, so again... And this particular child, you know, needs to work out. Right. Um, so, again, yes, you, you assume that nothing bad will happen, which our next guest, you know, Dr. Liz Welch, will help us because she has helped me. I had a mm-hmm. shoulder issue, and the shoulder issue was from you're not standing up tall enough, and, you know, you're, you're always yeah. hunched over for the last thousand years trying to hit a golf ball and then teaching people, it's like pull your shoulders back. And so I bought the posture fit and, and, you know, I'm doing every time you mention her name, I got to pull, shrug my shoulders up and pull them back because (laughs) you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, you look like a hunched over, hunched over old lady. So, so again, you have to make yourself aware of it. And, and sometimes that doesn't happen until it hurts bad enough. 
So right. we're trying to warn people before that happens, but it all depends on what they're looking for. So I, I hate to preach to people, but, you know, if you've got the time, just get yourself back in shape. Get up and start walking. Yeah, yeah and, and you know what? Consult with, with a, a qualified individual, um, you know, whether it be a, a chiropractic, a uh, chiropractor, excuse me, um, and, and go and see them, and, and they can help you with a lot of things. Um, you know, you don't want to be just do- sort of doing things willy-nilly, but, you know, you, when you get into a situation where you start injuring yourself, uh, especially on a regular basis, um, that is usually an indication that something, you know, with the body is not right. So you want to make sure you get professional help before you start any sort of fitness regime or, or anything like that. And there's a lot of great – and the other thing, too, is if you're, especially for those that really want to play a lot of golf – you want to seek out somebody, a, a, golf, a certified golf fitness instructor that specializes in training uh, for your golf muscles, if you will, because going to the gym and just lifting weights and getting on the, the treadmill, that's fine for general fitness, but there are um, specific fitness um, things that you can do. Uh, we need to get somebody on, Cindy, to, to get that a little bit more clear, but, um, but anyways... Um, that's something that you need to do. Um, the third one is, you know, if you're going to make swing improvements um, and in order to have them more attainable, um, you know, this is where being in shape helps because obviously um, the, constru- the instructor can only do, Cindy, as you know, so much. If somebody is dealing with injuries or dealing with, um, you know, areas of the body um, that are, are tight and not loose and sort of limber, um, it's hard to get into some of those positions. And I know you've seen that at, at all levels, um, but that, that's something I'm sure that, that uh, you can add some, some thoughts to as well. Well, you have to be, you know, you don't want the move to be physically impossible. You want right. to be able to do what you need to do. So, you know, whether it's flexibility or leverage, you know, can you stop your lower body and increase your the backswing and, and create torque, you know, again, that it all needs to happen if you want to hit it further. Um, so again, yes, if it's not physically, if you're not physically able to perform the task, you're not going to be as good as you could be. Right. Well, and, and the other thing too, Cindy, <clears throat> that a lot of our amateur golfers don't do that the professionals do is, you know, putting the the actual workouts and so forth aside, is they actually warm up. They do stretches before, uh, around, and and after. They get out there and they warm up those muscles. Number one, and they're stretching because, you know, there's a lot of areas, whether it be your hamstrings or your glutes and and other areas that are not properly worked uh, on a regular basis and correctly, that get very tight and very stiff. And so when you're trying to get into a posture, again, you've got that sort of hunched over um, look in, in your posture position because your, your muscles, and, you know, and that includes your core, don't support that position. So you, your body naturally compensates um, you know, for, for that type of um, uh, you know, movement and whatnot. And the same thing is when you're coiling in the backswing and uncoiling in the, in the, the follow-through. Again, if you if you're dealing with a lot of uh, stiffness or tight muscles, it 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 prohibits you from making a full uh, backswing. 
So if you're only going part way back because you can't make a, a, a conscious effort to be able to get a little bit further back without putting you know, unnecessary strain or, or stress, um, then you're not going to, again, reach your full potential. So um, it, it's very, very important. We can't emphasize enough. And that's one of the reasons why I want to talk a little bit about this this morning. And then the last point is obviously a better lifestyle and health. And this kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier, Cindy, is, um, you know, well, better players that seek, um, uh, you know, the services of, of a certified professional uh, to really help their game, um, they also want to improve their general quality of life. So, um, you know, a lot of golfers get out there and, and, you know, they might have some exercise or what have you, but then they're not eating very well um, or vice versa. They're, you know, they're eating pretty good, but they're not really doing anything uh, physically. So, I, again, I think overall, Cindy, if we're going to change, we have to improve um, our overall lifestyle. And this is a great opportunity, I think. You touched on it earlier, um, you know, during these, these difficult times that we kind of reassess things. Wouldn't you agree this is a time to take that, that sort of stock, if you will, of, of our lives and say, okay, what can we do better? Um, what are your thoughts? I totally agree. Uh, again, it's funny, I, I, I'm coaching someone who's a psychologist, and she's trying to create a new business model, and I said, how do people find you? Does the, do the, does the court recommend they go get counseling? She said, no, it's all word of mouth. And I said, well, they must hurt bad enough to want to get better, so that's why they call you. So anything in life, what's the instigator of change? How bad does it have to hurt? So we can sit here in our houses and work on our computers and then get up and look in the mirror and go, whoa, where'd that role come from, right? (laughs) And and that's kind of what I've done. So I'm like, get up and start moving, you fat slob, right? So, um, (laughs) So again... I'm starting to wonder... I'm starting to wonder if there's a cam a camera hidden here, and you've been spying on me, Cindy. Because <laughs> that's what I've been doing, working on my computer. I'm looking around for a little camcorder or cam hidden cam. But anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Well, again, that's what's happening. And then you get up and you go, like, my clothes aren't going to fit me. You know, you got to do something about it. So, what's the instigator of change? Does it? Do you not feel good? Can you not swing the club? Can you not perform daily tasks? So. What's the instigator of the change? And and I want to feel better. So get up yeah. and start moving. And, and better health, better lifestyle. Again, we're all mad that we're trapped like a rat. Well, do I want to be on a ventilator? No. So shut up. So, again, we there's only two ways that we're motivated. We either seek improvement or we are avoiding pain. And, mm-hmm. and if, you can put both of them together. You know, I want to feel better. Yeah. And I don't want to be on a ventilator, and I don't want to be, you know, pretty old. Well, too bad. I'm going to delay the the possibilities or whatever. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, and, and that's a great point because, you know, we we look at, uh, obviously, um, our, our population as a whole. I mean, there are, are many that are in that, that category. They're a little bit older. They're in their 50s, 60s, and beyond. Um, but many of them. Um, because of different lifestyle changes now, have recognized that, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm getting close to retirement age, but I don't want to just plunk my buns in, in the old you know, uh, chair or on the sofa. 
I want to. I'm still active. I still have a lot of energy, and I want to get out there and do things. And they're they're becoming very proactive, and I am happy to see that. Um, but I think we still have a long long way to go. Um, all right, I know we got to move on, so let me just uh, very quickly point out for those of you that um, again we just sort of did some broad uh, broad brush strokes, if you will, on the four points that we talked about on the No BS Zone this morning. So if you want to get more information or read it in a little more in depth, uh, go to fitforgolf.blog. And you can read the four forgotten benefits of golf fitness training uh, by uh, uh, the, the crew there on their blog. So check it out. And uh, it's definitely worth uh, while some great points. Uh, again, we didn't get into all specific details, but there's some good information there. So make sure you check it out uh, after the show. Um, all right. We've got a, a great guest coming up, uh, Cindy. And uh, very, very excited to have her on. And, and this, I think, works right in uh, very well to what we're talking about today. So let me just do a quick introduction, and then we will bring her on the show. Um, as Cindy mentioned, our very special guest this morning is Dr. Liz Welsh, and she is the founder and CEO of PostureFit, LLC. Uh, she's also a, a chiropractor at Family Chiropractic and Posture Center. Um, the PostureFit mission is to change the future of the posture industry as it relates to daily living. Uh, she educates uh, corporations, hospitals, and community groups, etc., on the health benefits of improving posture aesthetically, uh, structurally, and functionality, or functionally, excuse me, uh, as a golf partner to the LPGA, we know that posture is the foundation of golf, and without it, we risk injury and compromise play, which is what we talked about. Uh, posture fit doesn't uh, change the game, it changes the player. Um, so, Cindy, let's welcome our, our very special guest this morning, Dr. Liz Welsh. Good morning, my friend. Good morning, Cindy. Thanks. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Doing I've great. I enjoyed your show. The show has been wonderful. I, I just was smiling, thinking, wow, this sounds like the conversation that we're going to have, or maybe just reinforce <laughs> it a little bit more. You know? it, it sure does. So tell us what... Uh, I know you work with all kinds of people, you know, corporations, individuals, teams, all kinds of stuff. So why, uh, why do we need posture fit? Well, as you know, I've been a chiropractor for 33 years. So I've been around and I've seen so much over the course of my career in posture. And it's always been like, yeah, I know, I know I need to work on my posture. It's bad. It's bad. But really people can't work on their posture. Everything, gravity, technology, just our daily living, golf, it all brings us down and forward. So when we open up, so if we have a tool to guide us to our ideal posture and we use it as a lifestyle habit, just like you were just speaking about lifestyle habits on your last segment, um, if it's a piece of a, a lifestyle habit that you do on a regular basis, your chances in 10 years of saying, wow, look at me now, are going to be a lot greater than, wow, look at me now. You know what I mean? So it's something to help guide you to your ideal posture so that you can have better functionality, physiology, and so on. Does that make sense? Totally, totally. So why don't you explain what it is since we're visually no one can see what you're doing yeah. and well, maybe send us to a website. But share with, again, when I saw you at, I don't know where I saw you, oh, the LPGA National Championship, and I saw people doing this thing, I was like, uh-oh, I, do I want to go over there? No. Do I need to go over there? Yes. Shut up, go yeah. see what she's doing, and buy it. So go. Yeah, thank you. 
So the Posture Fit Bar is a weighted tool, and it's three feet long. It's a, So picture a, um, a bar, fitness bar, that's three feet long with a very nice, comfortable grip on it. But in the middle of the bar is a, uh, a high-density foam cushion and so that when you put yourself into what we call power posture, power posture is when we have that if you, in the standing position, you have that alignment um, from the side of ear over shoulder over hip versus the head hunching forward and the shoulders hunching forward, so on. And um, so when you put the posture fit bar behind the neck and you drive your head back into the bar, into the cushion rather, you're engaging right away, you're drawing your core and you're putting your head in that aligned position. So for people, when they first start doing this, um, it could be mildly uncomfortable because they're, they've been in poor posture for so long and those muscles in the front of your um, shoulders, the deltoid muscles, actually become shorter, as do the pectoral muscles. They all become shorter, which makes sitting in that slouch position hours a day, um, you know, all month long, all year long, they become so short. And just like you said on your last segment, people go to the gym and work out, but they're really not opening up those muscle groups in their correct posture. So when you're putting the posture fit um, tool or posture fit bar behind your neck and driving that head back, it's putting you into your ideal posture position. And it's not a lot of weight. We have a nine pound, that's kind of our universal size, but for the older population, maybe a six pound might be more ideal if they are deconditioned. And like you said, when people don't make fitness part of their lifestyle habit, I mean, what else is there? They become deconditioned. So to do the posture fit bar, even if it's just our 12 move quick start, that half of it is flexibility and half of it is core. At least you're, you're, you're starting out with your body in its ideal position by having the bar guide you right to that position, and then you're using the bar throughout the flexibility segment so that when you're working on your flexibility, you're not um, hunching, if you will. For example, when people, uh, you talked about um, the hamstrings and the glutes earlier, and that is huge, right? People think about posture just being your, your hunching and your head forward, but really it starts at the feet on up. And when people um, are in that hunched position, they're actually working on their flexibility and their strength movements in that hunched position. So if you use the simplicity of the posture fit bar, because it is so simple, and you actually sing on your breath and your uh, ideal posture as you're going through those hamstring segments and, and glute segments, then you're actually working your body in its correct posture. So then when you get to things like hip flexors and quads and so on and your hamstrings, and when you're working on those core movement patterns, you're, you're actually working into it in your ideal posture versus working all of these muscle groups in uh, not an ideal posture, in, as you said in the last segment, it, that is what sets people up for injury. So not working on their flexibility and not working on um, ideal uh, form is really such a risk to somebody's health. And then they get so discouraged, just like you said, like, I don't know what I did. Well, it's, 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 it's a piece of people's functional fitness that they're not really paying attention to. And honestly, it's so simple. I hope that helped. Did that make sense to you? Yes. Sorry, Perfect. I had muted myself. I'm here. 
I, I, you weren't talking to the wall. <laughs> okay. Dad, I'm sure you have some questions. I hope, I, I, hope I didn't go on too long on that one. <clears throat> oh, yeah. No, no, no we that loved was, it. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. Let's go ahead. Uh, yeah, Liz, thank you uh, again for joining us. And, and I'm Ted, as, as Cindy pointed out. Uh, the question I have for you, or a couple of questions, actually, sort of I'll roll them into to one, but um, obviously, especially, uh, again, we talked about in, in our segment earlier that, you know, there are population, some of it, of course, is, is aging, and you have things, issues like arthritis and, and you know, osteoporosis and, and all these other different conditions. Um, have what give us an idea of some of the success you found with with patients that you're dealing with using the the, uh, the posture fit bar? Um, are you seeing some notable noticeable results with with individuals in those categories as well? And typically, how long when somebody starts using the the posture fit bar do they start to typically see results? Yes, that's such a great question. And, um, and yeah, so what happens is. And if you can picture this, so if somebody's working in a, in a hunched over posture and slumped, what's the first thing that's going to happen with them is they're going to lose what? They're going to lose their range of motion. And when people start to lose uh, motion and flexibility, we know that the joint loses its lubrication naturally. And when it loses its lubrication, that's when it really the arthritic process is decaying those joints. So then instead of turning your head when you're talking to the person that you want to talk to behind you, you start turning your whole body. So if you can picture that your body's in its nice long torso, open chest, from the side you've got that ear over shoulder, and then you actually start working on full range of motion, you're going to have much less chance of um, having that arthritis that in because you're actually working on joint movement patterns and then as far as how long it takes it's so um, individual based on where the person is at in their fitness level how uh, conditioned or deconditioned they are so if it's somebody that really has um, you know average range of motion they can get started and notice a difference immediately i love it it's like one of the um, the happy moments when i um in my day when patients walk by and they just walk by and they look at me like look at me now and it's like it's a fundamental right. piece of our practice is that when pe- people come in no matter what their con- um symptoms are whether it's headache neck pain leg arm pain everybody has postural deficits. Everybody has, whether they pronate their feet, you know, turn it in. We know from the bottom up, it's going to affect your knees, your hips, your pelvis, all the way up. So when we start teaching people how, where their body belongs, that position in space, and we call it power posture. And um, when you start living in your power posture, you just feel, talk about energy on your last segment. When you are living in mm. your power posture, you're breathing better. And people don't even realize because there's nothing that they're doing um, in their um, daily basis to, they may circle their shoulders or swing their arms back or something like that. But what is going to, on a regular basis, open up those muscle groups that have gone bad, if you will, have gotten short. And let's face it, our 10 or 15 pound uh, bowling ball that sits between our shoulders, that is not getting any lighter, right? So the more deconditioned we get, the heavier our head is, which puts people more into that slump. And then you talk about golf and technology. Well, we know this is a pattern that's not going to change unless you have something to counterbalance it. 
That's what posture fit mm-hmm. does. It counterbalances that negative posture position. So even if you're in power posture with the bar behind your neck, driving your head back, even if you did something as simple as just your cervical range of motion and then start working on a little balance on one foot in that power posture position and you take 10 minutes a day just to have some quiet time where you're focusing on your breath and your flexibility in your ideal posture, let me tell you, it's a game changer. It is a complete game changer. Um, l- let me just ask a follow-up, if you wouldn't mind, um, as well, Liz. And, and that is, because I'm sure there are a lot of people listening to the show are probably thinking, okay, so I, I've, I've got this bar now. Um, how often should I be doing the exercise? And, and we're, we'll point to the, to the website here in just a moment, but because um, I know you've got some great videos. I've, I watched a couple of them in that and some very, very interesting, very easy movements, um, which I think a lot of people will like. But typically, how often should we be using the Posture Fit Bar? Um, is it something that we do every day? And typically, how long of a session? Because that's an issue for a lot of people right now because of time. People are um, Obviously, we're in a different situation right now being sort of locked in, but when things get back to some sort of normalcy, um, one of the issues that people have is time restraints. They don't have a lot of time to do a lot of different uh, activities outside of work and, and other things. So um, how often should we be, be doing the exercises and typically how long should we um, be doing exercises to get the most benefits? Great question. Well, as far as um, how often and how long, as is in most things, It's all about who you are and what your health and fitness goals are. Now, for starters, what my best recommendation would be for most people is as we get older, our flexibility gets worse and worse. So from the flexibility standpoint, people can work on flexibility. I don't care how busy people are, seven minutes a day, five to ten minutes a day, let's say somewhere in that you just set your little clock and and work on the flexibility five to ten minutes a day to get your day started. As far as the strength movement patterns are concerned, again, that's all about um, what your personal goals are. I like using Posture Fit four times per week for my strength and uh, balance. And I do, I do it every single day for a flexibility. And, and to me, it's like I want my best health. And we have to be more disciplined. And that's my message to my patients is, yeah, I know you're so busy. I know you're so busy working. But what about what matters? What about how you breathe? What about that anxiety that you're getting because you're hunched over so long, right? So it's like more of a discipline thing to say I am worth doing five to ten minutes of flexibility a day. And then as far as the strength component, you can do a great workout in 20 minutes. Um, We have a a quick start guide. We've got our um, YouTube videos, and they're going to be a lot more. We just started that channel, and we're going to put a lot, lot more up there. But for what's up there is perfect for anybody to get started. It shows you how to set your power posture so you know how to live each day with that open chest, long torso, head where it belongs. So even when you're not using the Posture Fit Bar, you're starting to work on that muscle memory of here's where I belong. This is what I'm supposed to be feeling like. And you, you start noticing the subtleties of being able to look over your shoulder and do your body mechanics uh, properly. And and that's important, um, you know, the points that you just made, because a a lot of people, again, as I pointed out earlier, don't have a lot of time. 
um, but they should be making time. If you can't afford to, to make five to ten minutes a day to do something like this, um, then you, you can't expect in, real, in realistic terms, Cindy, right, we, we've talked about this as well a few moments back, um, you can't expect to improve. If you're not going to put in the time and effort to work on your golf game, um, as well as uh, obviously doing some things to, to help your fitness, then you can't expect to see results. Um, um, some great points. No Thank question. you, Liz, for that. Cindy, go ahead. Yeah, yeah Cindy, I think, go ahead. I can't, I can't highlight Sorry, go enough. ahead. I mean, what you just – yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump in on you, but that is something that is so important because even earlier on your segment, Ted, when you guys were talking about energy, well, poor posture mm-hmm. is an energy – dealer and if if we can't discipline ourselves i mean like why are we what are we here for like what do we want you know you want you want to have your your great golf or your better health and the only way you can do it is your personal investment and and that investment is in the fundamental the foundational things that you can do to to um do your fitness correctly and of course the other things the hydration and nutrition and so on all come with it but poor posture right. is an energy steal is zapper well, and there's something too. You I know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going. Sorry, go ahead, Cindy. Go ahead. Again, go ahead. it's awareness. You know, did I know that poor posture causes all this? No. You know, so it, what's happening or lurking in the background that you're not aware of that you can totally control? And and again, it's a habit. But if you're not aware. You know, then you can't identify it. Now that you're aware, it's like, oh, wait, stand up. But if you don't know what perfect posture feels like, that's why the posture fit tool is so great because it's like, oh, and then your body remembers it. And then when you're sitting at your desk, you know, again, oh, I forgot, I got to do that. It's developing new habits, but it all starts with an awareness. And how bad does it have to hurt to be willing to change or avoiding, right? I don't want to hurt. So, again, it's just, it's all about awareness, and it's all about what Liz is saying. You know, when you stand up taller, oh, you're right, I can breathe better. Oh, you're right, now my pecs are back. And and so all the problems I've had with my shoulders, it's all due to poor posture. Well, I didn't know that. And if somebody would have been harping in my ear like she is, because she's so passionate about it, which is funny because it's going to put her out of business. You know, the better people stand, the less they need to be cracked. But, <laughs> but the point is, is that who knew? So thank you, Dr. Liz Welch. Go ahead. Now oh, you can talk. It's absolutely my pleasure. I appreciate the opportunity to share this message. I can't help but think at night when my husband and I, if we decide to watch a show on TV, um, I'm sure you guys can uh, attest to this, that there's got to be six drug commercials on on any given show these days and and you know if i i always say to him could you imagine if we use six of the fundamental points of why it's so important um instead of pushing a drug for something that we're just saying hey don't forget you get your hydration going don't forget sit up tall so that you can breathe better because that's going to help your anxiety. That's going to energize and um, oxygenate your blood. You know what I mean? If we have these messages of what people can do with their God-given bodies and from healing from the inside mm-hmm. out and doing the things for ourselves that we can do, not to speak of what, how we can help our game, right? Obviously, foundationally, if we're in our best posture, of course it's going to be um, a, a, a great asset to our game, but our long-term health is everything right it's 
it's like the one wish mm-hmm. people would have if, if they don't have their health, right? So one wish people will want is their health. And this is, we've got our bodies and we just got to take care of them. And like you said, Cindy, people don't even know. People might just recognize it as, oh, yeah, I got bad posture, but they don't really realize. We've done multiple case studies and, and the case studies have been outstanding. And now people, we're just really getting that message out there to help people understand that, you know, if you treat your body better, you're, gonna, you're just going to feel so much better. Wow. Yeah, and I, and I think also too you you yeah I think you have to change your mindset. You know I can remember back a, a few decades ago, uh, um, you know there, there was a big national push for fitness training and you know getting in shape and doing all that, and all of a sudden that seems to have disappeared. I mean there's still lots of people working behind the scenes, but that was a big national push. I, rem- I remember uh, one of the former presidents. Um, you know, recruited Arnold Schwarzenegger and a bunch of others, and they were going to do this and, you know, get it back into the schools and really get into this fitness. And then all of a sudden it evaporated. And, and as you pointed out, Liz, now you're seeing all these drug commercials saying, well, if you've got aches and pains or if you got this, well, here's a pill. Um, but if they right. would put that same energy, um, and we know the reasons why. I mean, we don't, you know, we're, we're not going to get into it. But, um, you know, if they would put the same effort and energy uh, in telling people and using examples of, you know, getting back into shape and doing and living a healthier lifestyle, I think people's overall experience and life life journey would be much better. And for some reason, as a society, we've gotten away from that. We're behind our desk, as you said, and, you know, our laptops and, and whatnot. And um, we've just, you know, kind of forgotten that we need to get out and get yeah. moving around. And there's pro- proper ways to do it, right? So, so how can somebody, right. if, if those listening to the show, what's the best way um, to go ahead and, and order um, uh, the uh, posture fit bar, and then once they do, um, where can they go to to get some help as far as uh, doing some of the exercises in that? Yes, yeah, so our website is getposturefit.com. Getposturefit.com, and then um, they can go to our YouTube videos, start working on those movement patterns. And, um, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And honestly, the only contraindication to posture fit is if somebody cannot externally rotate their shoulder. So if they've had a shoulder injury and they cannot turn it, you know, up and outward, um, then it's difficult mm-hmm. to put the bar behind their neck so that they can drive that right. head back. Um, other than that, really, there's no contraindications. We have people with knee replacements, hip replacements. We have all of our patients using posture fit. So, Start with the basics. Start with learning how to just set your ideal posture. And I love when you do it close to a mirror because when you're setting your ideal posture and you're just like, whoa, like when's the last time you've seen yourself standing that tall with a nice long torso? And then you start doing those neck movements and your spinal movement patterns and watch yourself. You realize, wow, from this side I'm, you know, going only this much. But this, so it really brings you back to, the, the very foundation, when you do the flexibility exercises and, you, and you're working into your hamstrings, you're like, wow, my left hamstring is so much. So it just brings you back to, you know, not rushing through like quick, quick stretch here, quick stretch there. I'm good to go. And then I'm going to go out and you know swing my club really hard. So um, <laughs> that's where you want to start. 
is um, setting your posture, doing the basic uh, spinal maintenance, and then once you get comfortable with it, then you start working into those core movement patterns. And I guarantee you, you're going to start exercising like you've never seen yourself exercise before. But I do encourage that mirror because it's like it's like it's that, that visual, uh, like wow, I like. How like I've actually had patients say I don't like to look at myself in the mirror. I'm not happy with my weight, or I'm not happy with how I look. Right. But I just say, you know what? Let's the way to get better is to face wherever you're at, so you can move forward. And when you look in that mirror and you're just like, whoa, you know, look at how open I am now. I've never seen myself that open. Then you start wanting to be more that way. So that visual piece is super important. I, I couldn't agree more, and I think that. Um, you know, we all need to do what we can. And it sounds like this is a, a great product. And in fact, after the show, I'm going to go on, I'm going to order one for myself. Um, uh, I think our, our conversations inspired me to do that. I know, you know, over the years, my mother had always said to me, you know, always keep your shoulders back, you know, you get rounded shoulders. And, you know, this was long before we got into all this technology. So, um, you know, obviously, as, as I get older, um, you know, your, your, your body changes naturally. Um, but there's certainly things that you can do preventatively um, to, to help with your posture and things like that to, um, you know, have a more uh, enjoyable life. And I don't want, um, you know, I don't want to be walking down the street one day and people pointing at me thinking that, you know, they've just witnessed a, a Bigfoot <laughs> sighting or something like that because I'm, you know, I'm hunched over and, you know, right. And not. Right. And um, what's that going to do to you your know, balance too, right? Your balance. Right. When, you, when you're hunched over and you're not making this any piece of our equation while we're young enough to just stand there and power posture on one foot gently, even if your toe is close to, to the ground, it's like you start challenging pieces of your nervous system that are going to help you move forward versus like leaning forward and you don't even realize it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not even realizing it and then you trip, right? Because you don't even realize your poor posture has anything to do with that. So, Yeah. Yeah, and, um, something and, and I would want other... to say. Sorry, go ahead, uh, Liz. No, well, please um, finish your thought. Before, I don't like to um, poop. I love about posture fit and the foundational nature of it is it actually helps strengthen those deconditioned muscles while you're in your ideal posture. And it's not a, an electronic device that's going to, you know, affect your body or, you mm -hmm. know, I, I think sometimes braces are absolutely necessary for people when they've got unstable situations going on. But it's not, you can't hold yourself in a brace forever and not actually work on right. the movement patterns to strengthen muscles. So I keep um, relating to the foundational nature of this and, and that's what I love about it, is the simplicity and the foundational um, components to move your health forward. I couldn't agree more, and, and that's, a, that's an excellent point and a great way to, to end this segment because one of the, the biggest pet peeves a lot of people have with, with various different equipment and products that they, they may purchase is that it, they're very complicated, they're very cumbersome. This looks like a very, very easy product to use. Um, it's relatively lightweight. Nine pounds is not really that much. Um, so it does give you obviously helps with a little bit of resistance and, and, um, and, and weight and that. But uh, at the same time, it's, it's very cushiony. And I'm, I'm actually on your website right now. So when we get off uh, uh, the show, I'm, I'm going to go and, and actually order one for myself. But, um, but Liz, we want to take this opportunity to thank you for, for joining us this morning and, and really bringing um, you know, usage and passion um, to the program and talking about something that a lot of people, um, not just in golf, but everywhere, 
um, really overlook, and that is posture. Because if you if you can't get yourself into a good posture um, at the beginning of the golf swing, then you're going to find uh, issues and problems uh, throughout your movement. So if you can't get into a, a solid posture, um, then you're you're sort of behind the eight ball. So I appreciate that. And uh, for the folks that are listening and want to go and check things out a little bit more, go to getposturefit.com. That's uh, Liz's website, and you can order the product there. And you can also access the videos uh, to help get you uh, started, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. So thank you very much for joining Sydney and I this morning. We really appreciate it. Thank you both very much. Um, it's been my pleasure. Thank you, my dear. All right. Going to work You're out. So- okay. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Take care and have a wonderful right. day. And thank you. Thank you so much. You Bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was uh, Dr. Liz Welsh, uh, founder and CEO of Posture Fit LLC. Uh, and also, um, as I mentioned, she is a, a family uh, chiropractor at the Posture Fit Fitness Center in South Eglin, Illinois. Uh, so you can find her there as well. And she's been doing that for many, many years. It, it really does look like a great uh, product, Cindy. And, and I am definitely... Um, as we speak, I'm going to get in there and and uh, and order one. Now, have you had a chance to? Have you you've got yours now? I do, I do. Have I been working with it? No, not like I should. <laughs> uh, no. But again, be some it's like oh, there she is, stand up. Oh, there she is, stand up. So it's the reminder of. Uh, here's the sad part. I didn't take the time to listen to all of the reasons why. So I'm so glad we had her on because now I know why I need to do this. It's going to help everything. And again, it's awareness. Uh, I never knew that. Well, and this is the thing, you know, this goes to the point, and then I know we've got to wrap up, but this goes to the point that we we talked about earlier is is sometimes the lack of information – you know, works against us. And when we don't have the facts and we don't have the information in front of us, then we're not apt to, to take action. And that's really what we are trying to do with this show is to bring that information to you so that you can make an informed decision. And obviously in a case like this, regardless of, I don't care how simple the equipment looks, um, you know, if you are, as she pointed out, there are some situations where people may have um, some, some additional challenges. You want to make sure that you consult with your physician and make sure you're not going to be doing anything that's, uh, you know, going to be um, problematic for you. So it's always a good idea to, to check, um, you know, with your physician about that. But it looks to be a, a fairly simple um, uh, workout apparatus, if you will. And uh, it, 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 again, it's going to help with posture, which is extremely important, as you and I both know. Um, Cindy for golf. If you can't, uh, as I said, if you can't get into a good posture, then you're, you know, it just it's a domino effect of, of other problems and issues. So, um, we want to thanks everybody for joining us this morning here on the Women of Golf. Uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, uh, the No BS Zone session earlier. And uh, as I mentioned, you can go to uh, fitforgolf.blog is that website uh, to get more information on the four points that we talked about. And then if you go to getposturefit.com, uh, you can order the posture fit bar uh, and there are some other uh, tools that they have there as well and you can also uh, see some of the uh, videos that they have up uh, on their youtube channel as well so on behalf of sydney miller i'm ted odorico thank you very much for joining us uh, on the program this morning and we will see you next week here on the women of golf god bless everybody thanks cindy ted bye-bye
Thanks for listening this morning to the Women of Golf Show. Tune in live each week by visiting blogtalkradio.com forward slash women of golf or on any of these social media platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, TalkStream Live, and of course Spotify. If you can't join us live, check out our on-demand section for previously aired broadcasts. To get updates for future shows and upcoming guests, you can follow us on Facebook at Women of Golf. You can also follow me on Twitter at Ted and Buck CEO and Cindy at Cindy Miller Golf. Please remember to join us next week on the Women of Golf Show. See you next time. This has been a production of the iGolf Sports Network.